Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back once again with Ventura Forwards Podcast. As always, we're searching for the tasty waves, the hot tunes, fun in the sun, and the righteous food all across the 805. On the show, we've got a great segment breaking down the goods that we've discovered over the last few days in our journalistic point of view. As we're excited to share with you today all the good stuff in the 805. Spence, how you feeling? Well, I feel great because we're doing uh, people of service. And this is definitely one person that we all know that has done a lot of service in the community. Uh, there's so many things that need to be done, but it's great when you get people to do them. That's always the key. People look around and say, what about this? What about that? But who gets out there and actually does the work? We have a gentleman in here today that only does the work, but works with one of the greatest groups in the county. Yes, the man of community service mystery. You see him all over town. You know his come over. You love his mustache. Mr. Pat Potier. Pat, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for inviting me to be a part of this today. I really appreciate it. Hey, you know what, Pat? We know the people in the community that are serving and working hard, and that's what we want to give back. At Ventura Ford, we're trying to tell those unique stories of our friends in the community that everyone knows a little bit about, but we want to learn more about. We've had Spencer McKenzie's in. We've had Surf Rodeo, some businesses. And in this episode, we decided to take a little more community service side and hear more about your great mission and how that fuel of the fire came within your soul to serve. Because when I see you out and about in the community, you look like somebody who's actually enjoying the service. Is that true? It's absolutely true. There's this thing out there called the giver's heart. A lot of people don't know what that means, but when you start to give back to an individual or to a group or to a community, it actually makes you feel good. And so a lot of times what I'll do is when I'm talking to somebody and they'll say, you know what, I feel a little down today. I feel a little depressed. I, I can't seem to get my emotions in check. I'll say, have you done something for somebody else today? Just anybody. You know, did you give them a smile? Did you say hello? How was your day? Did you find a group that was in need and go do some labor, you know, help them clean up their storage unit, maybe uh, collect some clothes, whatever. Anyway, that's all part of the giver's heart. And so um, that started for me probably about 15 or so years ago um, after I retired. I said, God, I do something. And uh, one of the things I noticed very quickly in our community, the community that we all love, Ventura, is that there were so many needs and they weren't being filled. And so I started looking around at different groups and organizations and I settled with the Ventura Downtown Lions. And I'm really happy to be here today to share a little bit about what they're doing. Uh, Cause one of the things that's uh, bugged me in the last five years is that I'm out there talking about, you know, Ventura Downtown Lions and somebody will say, well, wait, wait, there's a Lions Club in Ventura? Mm -hmm. And I'll, yeah. And they go, well, how long have they been around? Like a year or two? Uh, no. We've been around for 99 years, folks, getting ready to celebrate our 100th birthday in January. So uh, my number one goal for this year is to take that question. There's a Lions Club in Ventura. By this time next year, have them say, I have heard about the Lions Club. They do a lot of good work. That's good. And there's a Lions Club and people with that giving heart. There's an organization about those people. I want to start off a little part our podcast as we get going here about your heart didn't change as it stayed the same physicalness in your body, right, Pat? That's correct. And as you got older 15 years ago, what was going on before? How did you serving, take me back to Pat and his youth, where did you grow up? What was going on? And what was that young passion that was fueling early on inside you? Yeah, you know, that's not going to be too much different from a lot of folks that live here in Ventura County. Uh, I'm actually an Air Force brat. 
Uh, my dad, um, he's rather unique uh, in that when he was 17, he, he joined the Navy and went to World War II. Got out of the Navy, Korea started, he joined the Army, went to Korea. Then he got out and then joined again, joined the Air Force, and ended up going to Vietnam. So three different conflicts, three different branches of the service, ended up retiring finally after 26 years and uh, settled in a little town outside of Los Angeles called Roland Heights. Hmm. So I was a military brat, and uh, we were pretty much used to giving to, to our community because we knew that uh, we were all kind of tight-knit. We were all military, and you needed to support each other, especially when you're, uh, in my case, it was my dad, but in other people's cases, it could have been their mom, were being um, sent into war zones, conflicts. And so you had to, you know, support the other kids. You had to support the other families, especially when their, you know, parent was gone for an extended period of time. And I don't know if you recall um, when they dispatched these guys to Vietnam, they would go to Vietnam for 12 months to 18 months and not see them. Today, it's a little bit different. And now they dispatch them for three months or four months, and then they rotate them back. But back then, it was extended. I mean, it was a long time for a lot of these families, so... That's where it all started, and um, I continued that through my corporate. Uh, I actually ended up joining a Fortune 10 company uh, after I got out of the Army. Hmm. That's another thing. My dad actually inspired me to join the military. And so out of high school, instead of going to college, I ended up joining the Army for three years. Uh, I don't recommend that, by the way. Really? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, if you're going to join the military, I would say go to college, get your degree, Go in as an officer instead of an enlisted man. Not that my enlisted time was bad. It was good, and we all need that. But um, going in as an officer has a certain set of advantages that we just didn't have. So I would say go get some education. Go get your degree, and then go join whatever branch of service you want to serve for. Just let's stop there before we go to the story. You're saying there's an advantage of getting your education first and then enlisting. Does that get you started off on a faster track in your career in the, in the armed forces? It, it does. It gets you started at a higher level as an officer. You make a little bit more pay and you also have a little bit more flexibility in your life. Um, so in your personal life. So you do your military job during the day and then at night you have a little bit more time to yourself. Whereas an enlisted guy, I mean, you're on seven by 24. You got to be ready to go. And, um, and for me, I learned very quickly while I was in that I needed to get out and go back to college. I just needed to get that degree. And, and if I, at the end of that time, if I decided to come back into the military, I would. Um, as it happened, I didn't. I ended up joining a Fortune 10. That's sharing the nuggets right there, Spence. You see that here? We're talking about Pat's past. And we're getting some military. I love, we got parents that listen to this show all the time. It's a good. I'm th I even told my son last night, SpaceX. He likes math. He likes building things. I said, son, SpaceX could be a good idea. He said, I'm not ready for military. I was thinking after high school, maybe we're thinking a few years after now. Yeah, when I was uh, in my youth, I almost joined the Army. And when I looked at it, I just didn't think it was a good fit for me. But that's probably why I should have joined. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think it would have <laughs> it would have been a board to the back of the head where I'd say, okay, this is how it works. And I was just still too much of a free spirit. Uh, but I think the discipline of the Army and also the benefits afterwards that are incredible and the service to country, it's just another reason why I should have joined. So if I, a couple of little regrets in the past, I wonder where would my life have gone if I would have yeah, done that? Exactly. Yeah, with me, my dad was very much involved in my military selection. Um, when I decided to join the military, he said, okay, we're going to go to the recruiting office together. 
And I said, why would you want to go, Dad? He says, I want to make sure that we do the best for you. So he went with me and he actually interviewed all five branches of the military because they were all together, right, in the same building. He went around to all five branches and then he came out to me in the lobby and he says, okay, you're joining the Army. And I said, why is that? And he said, well, it's a three-year enlistment and they guarantee your job. Whereas everybody else, you got out of basic, you ended up doing whatever was necessary, right? But I went in knowing exactly what I was going to do once I came out of uh, advanced training. So, And you did have the GI Bill back then. And I that had was, the GI Bill. Man, it was pretty robust, right? It was good. Very robust. Helped me get not only my associate's degree, uh, but got me about three-quarters of the way through my bachelor's. Mm. So it really did help out. Pat Poitier here in studio. I love it. Let's get a quick sponsors real fast. Arsenal Comics, Ventura Real Estate Company, a few of our big sponsors. We're going to have some fun segments moving there. Let's talk about, I think, the most important special part of your life, the twinkle in your eye, your beautiful wife. Ah, June. Right, yeah. Pat? You know, because we get back into that service side. We're moving through your life. Now we talked about a little bit. You're getting the corporate now. You're probably, what, 22? Just kidding. Into the 30s. And then you kind of somehow get to Ventura and you meet June. Give me a little bit more about the love that you got created. Yeah, that actually, uh, that's very close, um, making a joke about being 22. I actually got out of the Army at 22. Okay. Yeah, and I spent about a month trying to find a, a job coming out of that because I knew that I had to go back to school. So I needed to find something that would support that. So I went out looking for a job, found one with a corporate 10 company, uh, joined them, actually spent 38 years with them uh, before I retired and um, started doing what I'm doing now. Uh, June actually worked for the same company. Oh. She, she retired for after 33 years. And um, we started, we got together, we started dating. And uh, she lived here in Ventura and I lived over in the Valley in Chatsworth at the time. And uh, we got serious and I said, you know, maybe we should take this to the next level. And she said, yeah, that'll be great. Where are we gonna live? And I said, well, why don't we live in Chatsworth. And she said, well, I live in Ventura, have you ever been? I said, yeah, with you, but you want to live there? She said, tell you what, make you a deal. Let's come live in Ventura for a year, and if you don't like it, we'll move to Ventura. I mean, to Chatsworth. And I was, uh, well, we've been here now 22 years. <laughs> Who wants to leave Ventura? That gets right in sharing the stoke. I like to share Ventura Forward understands that vibe. What is Ventura Forward? It's an attitude about being a servant, recognizing your community. Because when you come here, it makes your heart feel different. Some were born here like myself and gifted that. Some visited here. But you're always at recognizing the ability of feeling like you're in a different space and then responding to that. And that's what makes us so invited here. I think it's kind of that California spirit of the West Coast. Spence, you talk about growing up in Thousand Oaks and your amazing family as well, coming from Scotland, first generation. I'm quoted sometimes as a 16th generation. It didn't matter. We came to the 805 because we loved it. Yeah, my, my parents dragged me here. I got to uh, Thousand Oaks when I was three, kicking and screaming. But it was a great choice that my parents made. My dad, by job, ended up working with the Jans Corporation. Anybody that knows T.O., Jans wrote, Jans owned just about everything. There's a few actors that had it in there, but it was such a great place to be raised. It was fantastic. And I, I loved it, loved every minute of it. My problem was, in my youth, I, I did not serve at all. I really didn't do anything for anybody until I was 30. I was very self-involved. That was a problem. Trying to catch up, but I do get interested in people's stories, people who were giving from early days. And, you know, I find out sometimes they're Boy Scouts, sometimes they're Girl Scouts. Sometimes they had different things that motivated them that way. But uh, basically it was all me. 
Yeah. And I, I did have to learn very, very quickly how important it is to serve and, and to give. And it took me a long time. Well, Ventura's got that small town vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about Mayberry, you think about Ventura. Mm-hmm. Because when I came here with June, I was like, God, it's this small town vibe. Everybody says hello. Everybody's waving at you. And the water is like three miles away at the most. And it's just a really cool city. And so fell in love with it immediately. And again, haven't left in over 22 years. I had the opportunity of serving June, Pat's wife, before he met her, Spence, at Norn's Market. She was a customer at Norn's, and she remembered me being a little bagger. So here I was serving the family business, not getting paid, taking the groceries at the June's car. And we have a special relationship for that. So I know June will listen to this. June, you're amazing. Keep up the great work. Now we get into Pat's big-time show here, Spence. He had just accepted the role of being the president. Yes, the president of the Ventura Downtown Lions Club, the largest service organization in the world internationally, over 2 million members. I'm a proud member. Spence, you're an honored member as well. Honorary. Honorary, <laughs> we joke around. He's a big member. He doesn't go out as much, so he doesn't think he is, but he is. Occasional tacos. Occasional tacos. No, I got to be straight about it. Got to be straight about it. <laughs> I got to I gotta keep my honesty here. And what we're doing is we're calling him out to get him to serve more. But not anyone does not serve more than Pat himself. Pat, give me a little bit more about how you landed on the Lions Club. How did you become the president? And what are some of your goals this, this year? Yeah, that's a, that's a great story because I actually uh, got invited to become a Lion um, by Dominique Gray, who's a realtor here in uh, Ventura County or a broker and uh, financer of real estate. And she invited She says, man, you're doing all this stuff out in the community. Why don't you come join a group and uh, an organization that actually does the same thing? And I said, well, who would that be? And so she introduced me to the Ventura Downtown Lions. And I immediately saw that I, I could do great things in the community, but a part of a team, a large team, we could do even better things in the community, bigger things. And so uh, immediately I just, first meeting, I said, yeah, sign me up. Here's my money. Here's my card. Here's my application. Sign me up. And um, probably within six months or so, we had um, our wonderful secretary, who had been the secretary for many, many years, five, six, ten years, um, say that he wanted to step back a little bit. And I saw an opportunity to serve in a different capacity. So I became the secretary for the Ventura Alliance uh, for three years. Saw another opportunity at Second VP because I saw what they were doing uh, because they had a list of uh, committees that they were responsible for. So I actually raised my hand to what we call the chairs, second VP, first VP, president. Yeah, you stay in the chairs, and it's a three-year rotation. And my third year is this year. So I am lucky enough to be the president of the Lions Club here in Ventura. And uh, I've got some real uh, passionate goals that I'm excited about as we go throughout the remainder of this year. Because, unfortunately, the last two years, um, we've been under COVID. And so a number of restrictions out there and how we could do things. And, um, but we've done some wonderful things over the last two to three years, even though they were COVID restrictions uh, in place. We're starting to come out from underneath that a little bit. And so I want to capitalize on that. And so I have uh, six primary goals. Um, the first one I shared with you is in that this time next year, I want people to say, oh, Ventura Downtown Lions. I've heard about those guys. Those guys did great things. So that's one. The other one's to have a lot of fun. I want to have a lot of fun in everything we do. Uh, We've already got something like close to 100 different dates outlined where we're going to do projects and events from now until next June. 
whatever it is, I want to make sure that we're having fun. Um, the next one is to increase our overall membership because I have seen that with more members, you can do more things. More members also bring in new ideas and new thoughts and, most importantly, new passions. So people come into the club and they start sharing and you go, oh, that's something that we can do. That's what happened to me four years ago. Um, then President Steve Shaw said, hey, I understand you're a veteran. And I said, yeah, I don't think we serve that community well enough. So he created a committee for service and first responders. And I was lucky enough to be the first committee chair of that because it was an identified need in our community. This community is military related, Ventura County. I mean, you got all these military bases here. Oh yeah. So that, that one became really important. And then we, um, just last year, we maybe the year before, we brought in some new members and they, um, mental health. Mental health has now bubbled to the top. So this year, as president, I have a prerogative of starting a new committee, a new focus, a new cause. And uh, we've started on July 1st. We're going to be all about mental health. So um, two great committees, uh, veterans and first responders and now mental health. So we want to bring in those new members. We want to understand what's important to them. One question, a youth movement. We know that a lot of the service clubs go into any of them. Uh, it, it's... Um older uh, women and uh, gentlemen of the community. Right. What do we do to bring the kids in? And by the kids, I mean like college. It, that, yeah, like a 22-year-old to a 30-year-old who's really establishing his place and her place in Ventura County. Yeah, that's a focus for us this year as well, uh, except we're going to go a little bit younger. We're actually going to go down to high school. We want. We have a club called the Leos Club, and that is Future Lions, and they, they actually start in high school. So we've got a couple of committee chairs that are working together now to actually go out and engage the youth all the way down to the high school level, get them involved in some of our projects, um, and then perhaps get excited about being a lion, and then when they are eligible, they'll actually become one. And uh, one of the first projects that I've got people focused around is actually working with Spencer here because he's doing all of the community cleanup. He's cleaning up the, the trash bins. He's painting walls. He's do Why can't we get our high schoolers to join us in that and help us with that? And we can. We just need to go out there and engage them. I mean, we've talked to some educators, and they're just saying, no one's ever asked us. So there Isn't we go. Isn't that the funniest thing? And we know, and Spencer knows this as well as anybody, that – a lot of times your community service in high school is great for a college application. It's great for any – if you put on, like, hobbies and things like that, if you have something like um, stand-up paddling and service through Lions, a lot of workplaces or universities will say, look at this person. So you not only do it for, you know, the, the good of the community, but it, it does help out the youth, too, to have this type of uh, upbringing where they serve – from their teens on up. Yeah, and where that nugget started from was I have a bunch of parents that, a bunch of people here in Ventura know who I am and what I do. And they'd call me up and they say, hey, are you doing anything in the community? And I'll say, yeah, a bunch of stuff, why? And they said, well, my child has a community service requirement in high school and they've got to get so many hours underneath their belt. Can they come help you do something? said, yeah, we got a beach cleanup. We've got, uh, we're going to be doing some painting of some walls. Uh, we're going to do some planting of trees. We're going to be, we have a car show coming up that's going to support our local veterans. Are those the kinds of things you're looking for? And oh, my God, yes. So, yeah, that's, we're definitely going to get involved oh, with the Oh, I'm stoked. I'm, the, I'm frothing at the stoke, Spence. It's one of those rare moments. 
Pat's hitting all those points. We're talking about that trifecta that Ventura Ford's been creating because now it's just going to Arsenal Comics and what Timmy's been creating, right? We're doing the superhero cleanup next Saturday, July 16th at the Ventura Pier. Yes, the surf rodeo is going to be going on the same time. We're going to maximize that exposure. The Lions are going to be invited. We're creating the flyer right now. So when you have a business who wants to be involved, you've got uh, volunteers who you want to do it, you have community service groups that want to be involved. Now we're really starting to see the trifecta of just creating win-wins. And when you encapsulate all of that goodness, only good things come out of it. And this youth has changed too. 20 years ago, if someone came up to me and I was 19, 20 and said, do you want to go serve a community? I might have given a hiccup. I'll be honest. It just, I didn't see the return. I think kids now with social media see the instant gratification. They can see they can share these things. So I think Pat's right on the head. And now I'm 42 years old. I'm not young anymore, but I'm one of the younger lions. Yes, you are. You know, and so we're really trying to get them out there and to show it. We can be young, we can serve young, and you can get rewarded back in a good heart. You might not get money, but you know what? We can't just be all about money, money, money. I think that the generation before this, saw Pat put 33 years in, and then he decided after his heart came. Could he have served more during that 33? Possibly, right? But was the opportunity there? That's what Lions, we want to make sure that just the opportunity is there so if they have the time, we can make it available. Well, we get them outside too. We get them out from behind the computers and the TV sets and then get them outside. So, yeah, they fill a requirement for high school, but they also get out there and have a good time. They have some fun. And what I'm looking forward to is talking to them and find out what they're passionate about. Because, like I said, Four years ago, Steve Shaw asked me to take over veterans and first responders. Two years ago, I talked to Maya Zumaya, and she brought up mental health. What are these kids going to bring up? What are these high school students and college students like you alluded to? What's passionate to them, and what can we do in the community to help that assist that? So I'm looking forward to it. You know, with that, I have a list of committees right here just to list them off for a few of them. I'm part of the all-star football game we host at Ventura College. There's budget finance. Caring, City of Hope, Community Service, Barbecue Crew, the Chaplain Service. So in our Lions Club, amazing job. My father passed away two years. Three or four of the Lions called me once a week, checking in on me. Meant the world to me. This is why we get involved in service clubs, to be a full-service club. Not only for the needs, but obviously the community because life hits you and you need friends. You know, we had our our noontime meeting yesterday, and uh, one of our newer members, he's only been a member for about five months, um, came to the meeting, and we'd missed him. And so I was up at the lead, and I I called him out and said, hey, Art, nice to see you again. How's things going? Uh, We missed you. He said, yeah, I haven't told anybody yet, but uh, I got COVID, and so I had to go ahead and restrict myself. And he said, can I say something? Sure, go ahead. He said, I wanted to thank the entire caring committee because every one of them called me at least twice a day to see how I was doing and did I need anything? Could they go out and get something for me? He said, you know, not even my neighbor did that, but these guys did. They called me up and said, hey, what can we do for you? Lions, we serve. It's a simple term. We talk about it a lot. Getting into that, we'll move on with Pat, but the last thing about the Lions Club, we were challenged by Helen Keller in 1925 at the Lions International Meeting, and she challenged the the Lions to be the Knights of the Blind, to Correct. eradicate polio, right, Pat? Actually, it was to help uh, with sight and hearing. Sight and hearing. Uh, yeah, Knights of the Blind, um, because everybody know Hel- Helen Keller's story. And um, she was so wonderful when she got up to be the keynote speaker that year. And she said, there's a real need, not only here in the United States, it's worldwide. 
uh, there's a need, and that is to help people that are uh, sight impaired. And so I want to challenge you, Lions Club International, to become that organization that takes on that. And so since 1925, we've been known as the sight and hearing organization, and it is our primary focus. Uh, around the world trying to so you'll hear us gathering glasses that will repurpose and uh, hand out for free of charge to those that need them um, and that's not just reading glasses we're doing prescription glasses all of that around the world sending out millions of glasses and right here in Ventura we actually with the rotary run a free eye clinic that you guys talk about every Tuesday morning first come first serve 8 to 11 we usually do 12 so come early, get in line, uh, and we offer that service. We have a, we have a doc that uh, does an eye exam, get your prescription, you come out and pick out a pick of, uh, some frames that you like, and two weeks later, you've got glasses. And that's just here locally, uh, how we take care of sight tearing. And that all started back in 1925 with Helen Keller. You're absolutely right. You know, it's cool. And people say, well, Lions Club, downtown Ventura, I get it. And then you say International Club. They go, whoa, that's a big yeah. jump. But it makes sense because there's clubs all over the world. There's a leadership team that goes from our club into like districts up to Sacramento. I right. know Jason's involved in this. Norm's involved right. in this. And then we have the international headquarters is in Chicago. Correct. And then we discuss all of a sudden came out Ukraine is for this unfortunate war. How many groups do we have currently in Ukraine and have the Lions been offering services to people in need? Yeah, that's an amazing story because as soon as that happened, the very first day, Lions International put out the word, we have 80 Lions Clubs in the country of Ukraine. And they immediately started a charitable fund to get them everything from money to clothing to food, you name it. And so at an international level, we are actually supporting uh, those lions and their families and, of course, others that are uh, being displaced by this awful, awful war. But, yeah, 80 lions clubs in the country of Ukraine alone. And that's what lions club allows you to do. It costs $50 to sign up. It's currently $22 a month. You can be involved in a lot of these committees we've described, or you can just pay your money. And that's the best thing about our club is sometimes you might have an off six months or life might catch up to you. The club will get your back. The programs will still be moving forward with our leadership team. We want to really encourage people within this podcast to think about signing up for Ventura Downtown Lions Club. It's an amazing organization. Not only am I on the membership committee, I also have seen the value that is created for my heart and the opportunity for me to serve my community. This podcast is about you seeing what our leader, Pat Potier, is doing with that and how you can sign up. Spence, are you feeling my stoke? Feeling it. Uh, you've also got a unique number of what president number you are, and that yeah. is? Yeah, that's pretty cool. The club has been around for 100 years. Uh, it'll, it'll celebrate its 100th birthday in January. And I am Lion President number 99. 99. We have That's never awesome. repre uh, repeated a presidency ever. We have had 99 years, 99 presidents. And so one thing I want to ask is, what is the commitment I make when I join the Lions? Both monetary, monthly fee, and how many hours do they ask? Do you have to go to the meetings? Give us the, uh, the life of a lion, because some people might say, well, I've only got 10 hours a week. I can't do anything. So what are the commitments a lion makes when they join? Yeah, so Spencer actually shared the monetary numbers, and that is a $50 sign-up fee, $22 a month to be a member. A time obligation, we don't hold attendance. If we, we put out every month, we'll put out a newsletter. It's our Lion's Lair Bulletin, and we'll list all the projects that we're working on. And if one of them touches your heart, 
I actually have the committee chair's name and telephone number underneath that particular event and just call them up and say, hey, I want to come help. We had that happen this past weekend, the 4th of July. We put up all the American flags around the promenade. And we had several um, people give us a call that we haven't heard from in a while saying, hey, you know, I'm a proud mom of two Navy uh, servicemen, uh, sailors. I would like to come help put up the flags. What time do I need to be there? Six o'clock. I'll be there. We take them down at seven. I'll be there. That's what. So do they have to? Do we make an obligation that you got to give five hours, 10 hours, 20 hours? No. But if you see something that really draws you in, it really touches your heart, give the chairman a call and join. And that's another, what a service that is and what a tribute to uh, fighting men and women. When those flags go up, it's one of my favorite posts. I think I still have a photo of the flags on my Facebook page. So when you look at service to the community, that seems like, well, they, when you see the, the display of those flags, well, they put up some flags. Oh, no, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they put up a lot of flags. Yeah, there's 88 flags on the promenade. Then we line California Street, and then we line part of Poli. That's all Lions Club uh, American flags. And if you really want to be touched when you're putting up the flags, there's a lot of people out walking the promenade at 6 o'clock in the morning, and you hear all of the compliments and the thank yous. God, that's special. That, I mean, that has to touch you. And there's nothing like it. I mean, it is such a red, white, and blue, festive, beautiful view from the promenade. The promenade's pretty nice on its own, but when the flags go up, extra special. Yeah, and we've got four dates a year that we do that. Uh, we do that Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day, and of course Veterans Day. We get those flags up just in honor of all of that. Let's get down to a few of the tough questions here. We've had an amazing job talking to Pat in our podcast. Hope, glad everyone's enjoying it. Ventura Ford followers, much love to all y'all. Pat, let's give three names right now. Three names that are current Lions that you want to give a shout out to. Oh, boy, right off the top of my head, um, a real friend to this station, Tim Brown. Tim Brown is just a social networker. He is out there doing great things for the community. He's finding opportunities. He's bringing them back to the club, sharing them. And then, you know, at meetings, we're noodling on those. But he, you've had him, him, him in here quite a few times, and he's just a great lion that way. Um, the other one you've had in here, and I know you've mentioned his name many times, Adam Casillas. He's our barbecue chair, but a lot of people don't know that he does a lot of stuff for the Salvation Army. He, um, he gathers food. He gathers uh, clothing, whatever the needs are in the environment. And, of course, he's a master, master barbecuer. But Adam, is uh, he's top-notch, and he gives a lot of hours back, not just through the Lions. Uh, he has his own company, and he gives back through business. He creates a business networking group that he leads um, and does things like that. So Adam Casillas would definitely be at the top. Uh, Lisa Morris, I'm sure you guys have heard her name. She's in charge of our flag committee. Uh, she is also in charge of our Relay for Life committee, which Ooh. is coming up. Uh, we have a big relay out at Oxnard uh, High School. And so she's leading that effort as well. And then during the recent coronavirus, she did a lot of work for Food Share. She was out at the, the pop-up pantries doing volunteer work, making sure people that were food insecure were getting the food they needed to survive. So she would be at the top of the list as well. Okay. Thank you for sharing those names. We'll be happy to share them too on social media. Give them a little shout out. All right. As we're moving down here now, we're going to go into a, one of our sponsors, the Mountain Doll, a man that's a big fan of the outdoors in the city of Ventura, also a lion. The Mountain Doll wants to know, when you go outside, where do you like to go and what activity do you like to perform? You know, um, you're talking about my buddy Steve. 
Maybe we might have to take it up to the top of the hill, though. Yeah, Steve <laughs> Steve Dahl and his wife Carolyn are just outstanding, and the family is just an outstanding family. Um, Steve is also a Rotarian, so um, you know I like to combine the two clubs because as we do that, we're we're starting to maximize our opportunities. But when I go outside, I like to either go to the beach and do some walking, or I do Kimball Park. And now that they've opened up Harmon Canyon and Royal Verde, uh, starting to go out there too, getting out in nature. Look at Pat here. He's, I asked for one, and he's giving me three. He gets out a lot. I'm gonna get specific. What beach do you go to when you go for a walk? I do the Ventura Beach. I do the promenade. You the promenade? Yeah, and I do. I walk the bike path. Where do you park? I usually park right there in the structure. Structure. Yeah, right there by Aloha's in the Crown Plaza. One of our little hives hack, our life hack here is the parking lot at San Hone. Yeah. Park right there. Park in the street. Great first date. Okay, we're moving down here. M&M Public Interest, another great sponsor. He wants to know, what needs improvement in the city of Ventura? Involvement. Involvement? Yeah, getting people involved. And uh, a lot of people have a lot of great ideas, and, and some of them are just wonderful and opportunistic. But when you have a limited amount of volunteers that can actually do those kinds of things, um, you're kind of limited in what you can offer the community and serve back. So we just need more people to get engaged, more people to get involved, more people to come and share their passions so that we can, in fact, do more uh, in the community. So that would be a particular need. I will tell you that if, um, if you're looking for a specific need, it's all going to be around mental health. As we're coming out of coronavirus, we're, we're seeing at a very uh, minimum level, people are afraid to go back to work because uh, they've been out of the, out of the work environment, uh, out of the office, and they're at home now, and now they're being asked to come back in. So you can see some of those mental health struggles at that level. And then at the uh, super high level, if all you gotta do is watch the news or open up a newspaper and see some of the tragedies that are happening around the country. And it always comes down to, well, you know, we saw the signs, but we didn't do anything about it. Wow. It's always that. Everything comes back to what's going on with that particular person and what, what kind of environment are they in. So mental health, to me, is at the very top of my list. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate you sharing that. I, I agree with you completely on that, too. That's why we're on the same committees and stuff like that. All right, spice it up a little bit. The Call to the Hall, the Ventura Music Hall, is a great venue opened up on Thompson close to San Hone. The Call to the Hall is what's calling you there. So right now we have a band called The Greer coming to town, which I'm sure you've never heard of, right? You're right. I Neither Spence, The Greer? I have nothing except Rosie. <laughs> so we do have some tickets we could give away for tonight's show. This podcast will be posted. So always remember, Pat, you can always get concert tickets for the hall here on Ventura Forward. When's the last time you've been to a concert? Oh my gosh, that would have had to been at the um, at the fair really? when the fair was here. You know, you go to the fair, you spend all day enjoying yourself, having fun, going up and down the halls, and then at night, you get to enjoy a concert. And uh, did that a couple of times. Um, also with the Lions Club because we have a booth out there. Oh. We help uh, serve beverages, and I I volunteered to help serve beverages at the at the Lions booth and watch a concert. It was great. Okay. All this service and little music. we got to get them out there a little more, huh? Get them dancing and dancing. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be the fair. And I'm looking forward to this one this year, too, especially Martina McBride opening up the concert series. She's that, great. She's a dynamo. That was the name that hit you. Martina McBride hit your name? 
for the number. Yeah, yeah, that was the first name I saw when I saw who was coming into town. We can give fair. a quick plug on that. Who are some of the bands coming, Spence? Uh, Blurry's Occult, Beach Boys. Uh, we also have Cheap Trick in there and Casey and the Sunshine Band off the top. Those are the ones that I remember. Yeah, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Awesome possum. Get down tonight. All right, we're moving down with those fun questions from the sponsors, the Ventura Real Estate Company. Derek Turner is one of the coolest guys in town. And we have a list brewing here at Ventura Forward. The 100 coolest people in the city of Ventura. We might branch out to the county if you're super cool. But three names off the top of your list. That cannot be Lions if you can try it for me. Oh, you know what? Let's make a, either one for you, Pat. Okay. Three names. They're going to go on the cool list, into the, into the bucket. Give them to me. Okay. Well, you'd be at the top of that list because of all the service you're doing in the Ventura community. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, you. yeah, you're just a giver, you know? You just get out there, and, I mean, every one of your posts is just give, give, give. Um, another right great dynamo within the city would be uh, Matt LeVere. I like. Uh, I met him as the mayor. I was. Uh, I'm still am a member of the Chamber of Commerce here. Uh, we went out and did a number of ribbon cuttings, and uh, he's very personable. And he really wants what's best for uh, the city of Ventura. I know he's up on the county supervisor board now, but uh, he's still doing the same thing. He's giving back. He's very. He's very much involved uh, in what's happening in the community. Um, and also at that top of the list is going to be Steve Shaw. Uh, Steve Shaw is just a major giver. He's all over the place. He he actually helps run our eye clinic uh, down on uh, Oak Street, and he he branched out. A lot of people don't know this. We have a second eye clinic, and it's in Oxnard, and it's because of Steve and his committee. You know, Sandy Greenberg and Chris Bashirs, all names you guys are all recognized. So we have a second eye clinic. Uh, also runs on Tuesday, but it runs at night. So for people that can't get in there in the morning because of their hours and working, they can go to the Oxnard Clinic and get an eye exam to get the same thing. And uh, Steve is, is working on a mobile clinic as well. So he's a giver out there in the community. He's, he's all about giving it right back to the community. So yeah, those would probably be my top three. If you give me a chance, I'd probably think about a whole much more. That's okay. We might get you back on here anytime to come back with some Lions reports on the podcast. We know how much we talk and if you're not going anywhere. Last fun question coming from Arsenal Comics and Games, Ventura location, Newberry Park. We're doing a superhero cleanup on July 16th. We mentioned that on Surf Rodeo, so get ready for that. When you were a young man, Pat, yep, did you read comic books? I did. Did you? Oh, yeah. The and first one that comes to mind, maybe it's because I'm military background, Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock, I got all those comics. Every time the new one came out, I was out there saying, okay, what's he doing now? Who's he beating up? Who are we winning against? Sergeant Rock. He was amazing. Was Sergeant Rock a, a normal guy? Did he have superhero abilities? No, he was a normal guy. He worked. He was in the army, but I mean, he was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, he's just built, and he and he led that group, and he'd get all tore up, but he always survived the fight, and we'd end up winning. So it was really great. I love those. Sergeant comics. Rock. Spence, you remember Sergeant Rock? I remember Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> the Slaughter. Oh, for yeah, sure. From uh, World Wrestling Federation back in the day. And do you still have the common books? possession pat no i do not no, oh i gave them all away yeah you remember this everyone normally remembers this story what happened that you just gave them away to a uh, kid i uh, yet yeah, no i uh, we uh, i was getting ready to join the army it was all over for me and i said you know what i got to start giving some of this stuff away that other people can enjoy other kids could enjoy and so that collection moved on uh to a charitable event it could have been the salvation army or the goodwill i can't remember off the top of my head but because that was so long ago but yeah how fun of an idea would it be if me and Timmy are starting an idea with our schools locally to get some reading and some comic books? Oh, yeah. Into those schools, we can incorporate some lion stuff, incorporate some cool businesses, some original comics, 
to get kids to read centered around we're thinking about social emotional awareness yeah. mental health right having the kids coming out of this have the kids maybe write their own comic book stories so shout out again to arsenal comics and seeing this vision of what comic books and games can do the kids are there we talk about oh they're doing video games or oh they're doing this yeah. they want to be connected they want opportunity the Leo's Lion Club is a great opportunity to get that stuff accomplished. Yeah, they say that kids don't read enough these days. And there's a meme out on Facebook right now that says, if you mispronounce a word all the time, it's because you're a reader. And you've read it that way your entire life. And it's like, yeah, that's probably true. Quincy Jones tells a great story because Michael Jackson, when he was a kid, you know, he was treated a lot differently than many kids. And he didn't go through a lot of traditional education. So he sat down with Quincy and they were talking he says you know what I really like I, I've been reading Socrates lately and Quincy looked at him and he said you've been doing what and he said Socrates and I, I'm trying to understand what it was Socrates uh, but like you said he read it nobody ever read it to him so it's always a great point as you read you take in information and you might if you don't know say quesadilla because you don't know but it does show that you read so that's that's a good meme because it's it's all truth Let's read, folks. Yeah, let's get out there. Another mover and shaker, Ashley Pope in Ventura. Yes. Oh, my God, is she mm -hmm. a mover and shaker. Funny I mean, pose, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, part of the Autism Society, part of the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, she's doing a lot of good things out there for a lot of good people. Um, if you don't know anything about Ashley and what she does for the Autism Society, along with uh, Angie Brinkoff, I mean, they have brought in some real resources to some of these families that are suffering from autism that weren't there before they started this whole group. So, yeah, she'd be another mover and shaker. Give me some more time. I'll, I'll think of somebody else. Right, we better cut him off now before he breaks any rules here on Ventura Ford's Fun Questions. And it's about time to wrap up our show. You know, we've got some fun things coming up in the community again. It was an honor again to have Pat Pottier. Pat, say your name for me. Pat Pothier. Pothier. See how I messed that up? See, because you only read it. That's right. I only read it, and I've known him for years, and I always mess it up. Pothier. Say it again. Pothier. Pothier. Poth. Poth. Is there an H in there? Yeah. P-O-T-H-I-E-R. Pothier. What, what nationality is that? French. French. Yeah, my dad was 100% French. Poth. I'm gonna get, I'm, 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 and my dad was, and mom were both all Scott. Nobody in town is going to mess that up ever, ever after this podcast. It shall not happen. Yeah, I will never do it. We want to give a shout out again to our music hoster again, Ray Fresco, for always bringing those local beats that we love so much. And again, they're going to be live at Surf Rodeo next weekend. And Spence, let's drop it now. Sean Echevarria, Big Bad Bob, the bass player for Ray Fresco, is going to be our next guest on Ventura Forward. So with no further ado, we're going to wrap up this episode of Ventura 4. We want to thank you all for listening. And remember, go out there and share the stoke. Let's go.